When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello there. This is a podcast. It's called I Miss You Man. My name is Lonnie. I'm Dylan. His name is Dylan. <laughs> What's I Miss You Man all about, Dylan? Well, normally, Lonnie, it's about you and me taking each other on a journey, a topic, if you will. It could be anything each week. It could be life, pop culture, everything in between. But this particular series is where we do a deep dive into the filmography of one of our favourite actors... Christina Ritchie. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. How are you feeling today, Dylan, after watching this episode or this film for The Chronicles? I mean, it hasn't enriched my life. No. Like the ice storm or the Bear Mountain, dare I say. <laughs> Not even Bear Mountain levels no. of enrichment. Okay. I, th- I, think, I think it's, oh, oh my goodness, this was, it was something, wasn't it? What's the opposite of enriching something? Taking away from you? I, I, I said pouring. You, and pouring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said to you after I watched it, that's taken the wind out of my sails. So That's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. A, that was a bit of a poetic way to say it, if I do say so myself. Anyway, I know everyone saw the title of this episode before they clicked on it, but what's the movie? What's it called, Bonnie? It's called I Woke Up Early The Day I Died, which is not a bad title. Kind of evocative. I like it in some ways. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. It kind of, uh, you know, spoils the ending a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> hey? Hey? Um, it doesn't tell you what the film's about, though, is it, Dylan? And Neither seen... does the film. Well, I was going to say, having seen the film, you definitely know what it's about, but maybe not. Maybe not. I'm 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 still I'm still confused if I'm being honest. <laughs> I never thought Billy Zane would do me dirty like this, but you know, here we are. Well, we'll get into the cast in a moment because it's a pretty stacked cast. Um, oh, yeah. And I think it's got to be that case, like, a lot of actors are interested in it. It's like, yeah, you just could do a day or two, maybe even just an afternoon. And so well, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll come down for an afternoon and shoot this movie. I, I, I think it has to be one of those situations, especially our girl, Christina. Well, listen here, probably one of the appeals, why well, it's so easy to shoot for actors anyway... No mm-hmm. lines to read, Lonnie. It's a silent movie, basically. Yeah, and no just, dialogue. Just sort of hanging around, basically. Just watching nonsense unfold basically. before your very eyes, yeah. aren't you? Is Billy Zane getting into wacky hijink situations? So, okay, well, let's wind Billy Zaney, right? <laughs> wind back for a second. So, Wikipedia describes it as a 1998 accurate. Oh, yeah. American. So far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Camp. I guess it's pretty camp. Mm, I guess, sure. Black comedy? <laughs> I didn't laugh. <laughs> I didn't laugh much. I guess there is some dark subject matter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, film. A th- I guess it's a film. I'll say it's a film. I'll yeah. give them that. Barely, yes. Um, I guess the real hook for everybody, though, is that it's based on unproduced screenplay written by 
Edward D. Wood Jr. And that's that's probably what got a lot of the actors on board, I guess. Yeah. Apart from not having to learn dialogue. Yeah. So he's the cult um, screenwriter and, and director from the 50s and 60s who he made some of the worst films ever made, but also he's got a bit of a cult following or a massive cult following, I should say. Um, like the Tommy Wiseau of his time. Pretty much. And I, I guess what he probably most, most fans for in some ways is the biopic that was made about him by Tim Burton starring Johnny Depp in the 90s. Yeah, that or Plan 9 from Outer Space. That was in Seinfeld a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think he wasn't very popular in his day. He's quite obscure, but he had a bit of a cult revival. He was he was given the worst director ever award at one stage after he passed away, and that Rough. sort of made people want to watch his films. And <laughs> I, was, I was reading about his life. He had a bit of a, a tough time, especially after his film career sort of petered out. Oh, no. He became an alcoholic. He just sort of got into a, a really bad relationship. He and his wife were both alcoholics and they used to yeah, enable cycle, each other. A cycle of abuse sort of thing. And he, he, he died quite in tragic circumstances. Um, and I think also he, he was, you know, I don't know if it's a necessarily a negative, but he was in, involved in, in directing pornography. That was the only sort of work he could get. He was also writing novels, um, pornographic novels. Oh. And as Wikipedia says, he'd write the novel, get the money, go straight to the liquor store, and sort of that would be the cycle. Jesus. Um, so I guess that in this, apparently, I was doing some research about this film, and it's one he worked on for about 10 years, apparently, if you believe the, the internet like, source I found. Like just writing it? Apparently, he'd write it and rewrite it and come back to it and then do it again. There's some story, and so I think... You're right. He's definitely the Tommy Wiseau of his of his day because I'm not sure what to believe anything I read about Edward. Okay, right, like what? Well, the story goes that his house caught on fire and he was in bed or something, and he jumped out the window naked, but had this script. That's the only thing he took. <laughs> I don't know if it's I not, believe that. It's not worth risking your life for either, is it? If it is true, and also you could probably rewrite it pretty easily. Like, I mean, if you've been working on it for ten years, you probably know the ins and outs of it pretty, yeah, pretty well, yeah. Um, but you know, I was actually kind of thinking of maybe we could watch some Edward films just to to really experience it first up, because I think that this this film that we watched, I woke up earlier, I died. It feels like someone attempting to be bad, which just ends up being nothing. I think if, mm. as people have said online in these reviews, like if you're bad and terribly bad sort of by accident that's more interesting than someone trying to imitate that style absolutely definitely definitely so yeah i was actually thinking before i even sort of really fully understood this film was just straight up a trying to do an ed wood things i didn't had watched until last night i was like you know i've got glenn glenda on dvd i picked it up one day for like five bucks yeah it's one of his early films yeah i think plan nine from outer space is pretty gettable no, definitely. It's probably his most famous. So I thought maybe we could do that. We could probably watch the the Tim Burton film because I've seen that once and I quite liked it back in the day. Well, it's mate, it's in the Chronicles, isn't it? No. Or no, no. Oh. No. Um, sleeping, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow is. That's coming up ah, soon. Ah, yes, that's yes. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that'll be a, be a good return to sort of traditional fare soon. I think on the Christina Chronicles. So I think this is probably <laughs> a wackiest most out there. Yeah, I think she's just uh, getting all of her. 
quirky indie filmness out of her system after she was a child star for years, I think. Well, I read that the director of this said that she came from the set of Buffalo 66, which makes sense because she's definitely in She that. looks the same, yeah. And I, I, I feel like... We've been in 1998 for ages in this, haven't we? And she did about oh, yeah. eight, seven or eight films that year. A lot of oh, them cameo counting. Oh, just walk over to other sets and just bloody... <laughs> We're in the same costume. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe do some Eddie Wood stuff in the future. But this is the Christina Chronicles. And this is... Uh, I woke up earlier the day I died. If I get to describe the plot to you, Dylan. Just nonsense, basically. Pretty much. Go ahead and attempt it, mate. Why don't you? Billy Zane. Yes. Is in a patient at the mental asylum. Yep. He escapes and he's cross-dressing as a nurse. Yeah. Which he seems to... That's how he escapes because he took Mm. the nurse hostage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then he is sort of on the run, basically, and he... He will kill at the slightest bit of... (laughs) Any sort of push, he'll any, kill somebody. Any inconvenience, any slight <laughs> inconvenience, he will he will murder someone. Agreed. I had that in my notes as well. Yeah, yeah. So he goes on a few little adventures, um, but he ends up, um, he steals a car at one point after killing a guy, and pretty much I think he kills a guy, he's running the attendant, and he sort of comes across... When a, he robs a bank. Yeah, he comes across a bank, and he robs a bank, um, and... Kills the guard there, or kills the sorry, kills the attendant there. Runs yeah. away with a suitcase full of money or bag full of money, and then I think he feels bad about killing the dude, and so he goes to the a funeral, which he assumes is the funeral of the dude. Sure. Quick turnaround yeah. the next day. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but then it turns out the funeral is is like a cult thing. You come across a cult by accident. That's just what I was going to say. Maybe they got a quick turnaround in cults. Yeah, potentially. So then he, for some reason, thinks that putting his suitcase of money in the in the coffin is a good hiding place, or it gets in there by accident, or or something. I'm not really, I wasn't really following what was going on there. (laughs) You looked away for two seconds. (laughs) Got to be distracted at some points, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. And so then he. He loses the money, and he's, then he's like, well, it's definitely someone the cult has stealing, stolen it, so I've got to go murder them all to find the money. But then, he, like, he murders them, but doesn't look yeah. for the money, really, does he? No. He killed Bills, it mate. He's got his list. He crosses them off each time he kills someone. It's... Basically. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why he's doing this. I mean, I guess you can chalk it up to he's insane. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of it, isn't it, basically? That's not a, that's not a character. So interesting. No. And it's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. You get this ghost finds another cultist, kills him, moves on to the next one. Yeah. There's no like no amazing camera work or interesting music or anything really. I was gonna say when when you're hindered by not having any dialogue in a mm. movie, your cinematography needs to be yeah. banging. Yeah. And it was not. There was no interesting shots throughout. No, it was it was very student film to me. Very, very much yeah. so, yeah. And like there's there's obviously a little bit of a budget behind it, like at least a little bit, but Oh just, yeah, it got a few actors in it, yeah. Yeah, it's a couple of sets obviously they built, but no, just no good. There was one like shack just in the middle of a like an empty lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely the sort of thing I'm guessing the the producers and director must have had a good good message and a good pitch to all these people. And no, they probably just said it. It's you know unreleased Ed Woodwork. You know, yeah, it's probably down. all they needed to say. Yeah, and and I guess it's interesting. Like if you're been doing movies for a while and all of a sudden you get something that's a little bit out of the ordinary, like yeah, why not? It's only going to be a couple of days. We're not gonna. If no one, if it's no good, it's no good. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through the cast, if you, if you, if you please. Heck okay. yes. So Billy Zane is is the main fan. I was very much looking forward to, but you know what my favourite thing about Billy Zane is, Lonnie? What's that? His voice. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlucky me, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, it's funny here. I've I've gone to the letterbox for some reviews, and this is, makes sense about Billy Zane. Yeah. Um, the popular review from Justin DeClue, he says, Billy Zane spent his titanic capital on bringing an unproduced Ed Wood script to the screen, staffed with a murderer's row of character actors all goofing up in the dialogue-free experiment. Give Billy a medal-free service. Nah. Mm. Yeah. And then a few people nah. have commented that, yeah, he went from Titanic to this. Oh, no. Oh, Billy, big mistake, mate. Why'd you do it? Come so, on. You don't even think it's like it's a it's a worth, it's a big swing to worthy experiment. I, I kind of felt like it could have been a fun ten minute thing. Ninety minutes is killing me. It's exactly what I thought to myself. I'm like, this is this is tolerable for like ten minutes. Yeah. You know, make it really fast pace. Mm-hmm. Go from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. Short film, but it just fucking drags when it's yeah. when it's a full length movie. Because what is it, hour forty, something like that. Ninety minutes, but it, it felt like way longer. For like three hours. Yeah. Billy Zane, I guess he's good though. Like he's, for what he's oh, doing. It's as good as he can be. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like, as I said, it's basically a silent film. So it's obviously got some Charlie Chaplin-esque sort of comedy bits. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> comedy, comedy in quotes. Yeah. Attempts of. Um, Ron Perlman is the cemetery caretaker. The undertaker, was he? Yeah. yeah. Um. He's really looked like that forever, hasn't he? He just yeah, yeah, yeah. There's man, there's some actors that have just looked fifty for forty years, just like Larry David. Larry David's yeah. always looked seventy, pretty much, even when he was twenty. All right, so Ron Feldman is born in nineteen fifty, and this was filmed in ninety eight. Ninety eight. So, so yeah. he would have been in his forties. Um, yeah, yeah. He looks exactly the same today, <laughs> and he would have looked the same back in, you know. The eighties, I reckon. Yeah, good on for you. sure. Um, other actors that you would have recognised, obviously, Christine is there. Yeah, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas has got a, a quick, quick cameo. He's the boy at the beach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tippy Hedren is. Well, she's most famous as the the lady in the birds, the Hitchcock film, and I think she's the one that gets thrown on the beach. Ah, from the lighthouse. The old lady, yeah, older lady. That Billy Zane murders. Yeah. In yeah. cold blood. Yeah, for no reason. The other ones. <laughs> for money, Lonnie, for money. Oh, I don't know. The other ones that stood out to me were Eartha Kitt. Yes. Yeah. Eartha Kitt roles. cameo. Loved it. Mm, yeah. Also, John Ritter is a you know, great comedic actor of the day. Sure. Um, and Rain and Summer Phoenix, obviously, of the Phoenix acting clan. What are you laughing at? There's big names. 
Great way to describe it. The Phoenix Acting Clan. Well, you know what I mean. Don't want to say the Phoenix family. No, the Acting Clan. Okay, that's them. <laughs> the Phoenix Clan. Hopefully I can join one day. Well, not Phoenix, are you? So. Just a, just a trip to the courthouse away, Lonnie. Okay. Would you take on a different first name or you keep Dylan? Dylan Phoenix. Not bad. Could do better. Okay. So here we go. Yeah, not, but not too bad. Um, and also, one that also stood out for us in terms of the Christina Chronicles was uh, Carol Strucken was Lurch in the Adams Family films. I was going to say, good to see Lurch getting some work mm. after Adams mm. Family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, not a high point for anyone, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, I mean, for Christina, as far as just like, you know, filming a, what, two-minute scene, if that, yeah. yeah, just on your break from another movie. Yeah. Can't complain too much, can you? So, can you tell me what her her role was, Dylan? Can you describe what happens? I think she's credited as Hooker, I believe. Teenage Hooker, actually. Teen? Oh, well. If I'm being specific, yeah. Okay, well, I guess that's where we're going. Teenage Hooker, Stina Ritchie. So, Billy Zane, he goes to find some lodging just to take a break from killing for the night. Gets a bit hard on you, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate, pretty much. Here's another thing before I go and see the scene. Sure. When is this movie set? It's hard to say. Because, like, outfits in that look like 90s. Mm. But then he goes to this hotel and it's like 75 cents for a room. Yeah. So they obviously kept that from the script or something. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it just seems like a lack of effort, really. Yeah, it's kind of... That's what reminds me of like a student film sort of thing. Like that's kind of funny when you're first making films, but as an actual piece of art, it doesn't make any sense and it kind of undermines everything else. Those sort of, yeah, it doesn't quite, it doesn't consistencies take you out of it. Yeah. And it's not even like cool vibes. It's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you're in some room and then Christina gets sent up to his room to like sleep with him and seduce him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But she's actually there to steal his money. Mm. Um, so they have a little dance. He catches her trying to pickpocket him and then tosses her out. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, definitely part of that era, clearly, where she's trying not to be the child star anymore and is taking mm. on adult roles. And I think for the filmmakers as well, it's like, it's not just any teenage hooker. It's, you know, the little girl from Adam's Family. I think that's kind of the appeal. And Casper, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And the hard way. That probably uh, probably enticed him a bit, didn't it? You'd think so. And mermaids. Yeah, good ice storm, although she was kind of already breaking out then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not good. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, she was good. Oh, she was fine. He's always For having no dialogue and just using facial expressions pretty much. Mm. Mm -hmm. As good as she can be. Um, but need to be in it more. Definitely. So I feel she is one of the best best actors in it. But, you know, here's what it is. Cameo County, we're back. We love it here, don't we, Lonnie? One of our favourite places to visit, it seems. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting a bit sick. I want to break out. I want to, <laughs> I want to go back to... to... You want to go to Leeds City, do you? Yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. all right. 
Uh, I just want to mention to you, Dylan, according to Rotten Tomatoes, well, this I'll give you a guess. How much do you think this film made at the box office in the US of A? Is this this isn't a trick question? Is it actually got released cinematically? It was released very briefly, apparently. Do you know what the budget was? I can tell you the budget was. I don't know the budget. Sorry. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, let's take a, a gander and a guess and say hundred thousand. Way less. <laughs> Twenty thousand. We're under a thousand. Holy shit! Really? <laughs> Apparently. Wow. What was it? Apparently, it made eight hundred and sixty-three dollars. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's so bad. So I think it might have actually might have played once or twice and then got got pulled Just pretty pulled quickly after. Everyone thought it was rot because it is. And I think it might have actually the the plan might have been to go to some festivals, but after the first festival, it just got oh everyone slammed. was like yeah I think I read some stuff online because I researched briefly mm. and people like he was like the director was so proud showing it off and it's just like garbage yeah. So it was just really awkward. Um, like, is that kind of honouring the spirit of Ed Wood that it is a bad movie? Is it because well, yeah, think, but not bad in a good way? We've, yeah, as we've established, I think that's the issue, right? To be a really good bad movie, there needs to be really heartfelt. Like you think you're making something incredible. Yeah, I but I think mean. they thought they were making trash, so they put trash effort into it, and out came trash. Yeah, and it's like kind of winking at the audience, like, hey, we're making trash. Isn't this bad what we're making? And and then we say, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why Why, why is it here? Why'd you make it? Yeah. But probably, I want to say, the hardest Christina to track down? I think, yeah. And as we've mentioned in our, like in our principles episode a few weeks ago, months ago now, you know, the more effort we put into finding the film, the worse it'll be, generally. That's true, that's true. And with this being the most effort, I think it's safe to say it's probably the worst film. You reckon? I think so. Do you, what do you reckon's worse than this so far? Well, I mean, um, hmm. Last Out of Carolina, obviously, we had some issues with. I know, but it was still a, a competently film. made film. We yes. could understand it as a film. Yeah. Yeah. The subject matter was the issue there, really. Yeah, but everything else was really good. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I think you might be... I'll, I'll go back to my Christina page. I mean, possibly... I mean, you love that nine cat, so that's just... Of course. That's that was good. That wasn't a, a good... Uh, feel like that. Look, so. this is worse than that nine cat. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So we've got up until now... Yeah, like Mermaids, Hardway, Adam's Family, Cemetery Club, Adam's Family Values, Casper, Now and Then, Gold Diggers, Vice of Carolina, Last of the High Kings, That Darn Cat, The Ice Tall, Opposite of Sex, Buffalo 66, Fear and Loathing, Small Soldiers, Pekka, I Wake Up Early Day I Died. Definitely the worst out of those. Yeah. So, so far. <laughs> Having a look through them, you wholeheartedly agreeing, aren't you? Yeah. It's just a no- it's nothingness. That's it. That's it for me. It's just, and that's the that's the worst type of movie. And I I don't mind silent films. Like I've watched a whole bunch from Charlie Chaplin's and Buster Keaton's back in the day. 
and even something like The Artist, which came out around 2012 2011. or so. Yeah, 2011. I really liked that as a film, and it was a good experiment in, you know, modern filmmaking in, in a silent sort of method. Yeah, but they were trying to make a good silent movie. Yeah, they did. So Yeah. And these these people tried to make a bad silent movie, and they did. And it's all and it's, it's it is something really funny there, like in the intention of it. Hey, like Tommy Wiseau, hundred percent was trying to make a great movie. Oh, you thought he was making a masterpiece? Yeah, yeah. But that's I, why it's amazing. That's why it's so good. Yeah. And and yeah, in terms of quality, yeah, intentionally making something bad just has never works, does it? No, never. Yeah. Well, just like the bloody Meet the Spartan movies and Epic movie, all those spoof movies. Yeah. Garbage nothingness. No substance. Look, I'm really thinking, though, this... I'm hoping this isn't a deer. It, I think this is going to be the worst of our... Like, even the ones that are coming up, I think the least... You think gonna, it's going to be the worst ever of I, the whole Chronicles? I hope so. Maybe we haven't seen the era of Color City yet. <laughs> Although, that's... That's already one after. It's got animation, and animation's <laughs> just automatically more appealing. Totally. So, yeah, this was ugly, wasn't it? Like, you yeah. had to look at. Yeah. I mean, the one we watched, um, let's just say it wasn't streaming anywhere, and we didn't buy it on DVD. Uh, the one we watched had French <laughs> subtitles on it. That was a bit annoying. Yeah, especially because what they do is, like, at certain points when they can't convey what's happening in the scene, mm-hmm. they'll just straight up put an excerpt from the script on the screen. <laughs> just the laziest thing. Like, the thief is shocked to find yeah. that the cult has his money. Nah. Not on. Awful. Yeah, bad. Come bad on. patch job. I guess I was kind of trying to honour Edward's script or something. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you, do you reckon there, there could have been a way to have made this but try to make it really good rather than trying to half imitate Edward's style? Like still going with the script? Uh, is it like kind of doomed from the beginning because of the of source is. material? <laughs> I think there's a way you could do it, definitely. Okay. I mean, if you had more interesting shots, more interesting cinematography, mm. as we discussed, mm. um, if it was like a proper score made for the movie and not just random songs yeah, okay. just thrown in. Um, mm. And I think if you commit to a setting, 
Like if it was actually committing to being in the 50s. Yeah. Or 40s or whenever, sorry. Um, and I think put the whole thing in black and white as well. I was thinking that too. I think they could have made it, a, could have set the sort of um, the vibe and the atmosphere yeah. and the story world a bit clearer. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all that, I think it would have raised it a, a fair bit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like there was no effort put into it. It does. It's got of... Billy Zane, and they're like, "Go nuts, go act," mm. Mm. and that's it. I know. There's even like there's one scene at the about about a quarter way through where he goes to buy a hot dog, right? Yeah, a and... very very Chaplin esque. His acting there, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And he buys like, a hot dog, and the guy turns around for like a split second. He turns around, and Billy's gone. Like he's got to be somewhere. Like you can probably see him from where you are. Like, oh yeah, he's not that fast. <laughs> there's no, there's no effort into trying to, you know, put in. Maybe he's hiding underneath or something. You know, it's just felt very student-like to me. And I say that as somebody who's made lots of bad student films. I, I can recognise it when I see it. Not the one I was in. <laughs> one of our best. <laughs> All right. Um, um, because they did the flashbacks in black and white. Yeah, like flashbacks to his childhood when I guess he. Mm. Killed his parents by setting the house on fire. Something like that, yeah. And that's why he's in the insane asylum. Mm. So they did all those in black and white. And there's some stylistic cutaways. Like, the it's the one thing that made me smirk in the movie is that there's a scene in a strip club. And there's the stripper dancing. And then they cut to, like, this black and white footage of this crowd cheering, which clearly is not, like, clearly it's like a sport event or something. Yeah. <laughs> made me smirk. I think that was, that's a... Uh, in honor of Edward, apparently used a lot of stock footage when he didn't have the time or money to film like other if, stuff. Yes. If they did that more, that's that's more interesting. Yeah, but they did it once. Really commit to it, either way. Yeah, yeah. And why why does Billy Zane hate loud noises in this movie, Morning? I don't know. I didn't get that at all. It just didn't feel anything. And commit either way. It's like every time there's like a loud noise, he just. You know, he goes ah, 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 and just starts freaking out. But then other times he's clearly going like he's walking through traffic and doesn't mind it. Like it just very <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. So Ron Perlman, the Undertaker, he plays some bagpipes mm. in his house at the cemetery. And Billy Zane's not that close to his house. Mm. And he starts freaking out from like a bagpipe playing like Yeah. I don't know, fifty meters away. Yeah, inside a house, yeah. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. But yeah, he's out in the world in traffic and he's born. Yeah, a bit selective. Dumb. That's what I mean. No effort. No yeah, consistency. Yeah, exactly. Well, they talk about film form, Dylan, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around, to be honest, but in film mm-hmm. school. Yeah. But it's the idea of everything being together and, and, and to have shape of the film, but also every, every bit sort of contributing to each other to make this film more than the sum of its parts sort of thing. Mm. You think okay. of like a statue that has to have form because if, it, if everything in the statue doesn't sort of connect and commit, the statue falls apart and doesn't look any good. So it's kind yeah, of the okay. same for a piece of art, which is a film. And this one is all over the place. There's no form to it, right? Yeah, nothing connects. It's just, yeah. It, f- it fell apart pretty quickly, yeah. for being honest. <laughs> Maybe they should have just committed to like getting a good 10 minutes. You could have got a good 10 minutes of Billy Zane doing some Charlie Chaplin and it would have been yeah. fun. Absolutely. And no. we all could have moved on with our lives afterwards. We could have. And it wouldn't have qualified for the Christina Chronicles because no. we're not watching short films. No, no, no. But here we are. I think this has got to be the worst one. Everything else from here. 
like there's, there's obviously i think it's gonna be looking ahead there are some like some low budget horror films in the early 2000s even then though, i think they've got to have a bit of filmmaking panache compared to this surely i love, I love how you went from no nah, i don't know if it's that bad but like now you're like yeah it's definitely gonna be the worst like i don't care what's coming up <laughs> <laughs> okay dylan have you got have you got all your thoughts off your chest uh i think so pretty much um yeah oh can i just say as well yeah. okay um yeah like when he straight up kills the dude at the bank there's all this like light-hearted music when he does it mm. but then the lady is just freaking out and crying in like the most dramatic way yeah. possible it's just like a lot of that overacting just clashing it? yeah clashing i don't know what is it moods yeah, tones, atmosphere. Clashing tones, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dylan, to perk yourself up after this bit of a downer movie, what I've done is I've got you a little surprise, okay? So, Rog. Not Roger. Roger didn't see this one from what I can see. No! What? I've got you on better, though. It's not about the film at all. Oh, I'm just okay. going to show you here. I bought myself a little present last week. I got myself an Empire magazine. You can't really see it, but there it I is. can a little bit. I can yeah. a little bit. Is that my boy Boba Fett? Boba Fett's on the front cover. Hello. Now, we we did an Empire episode recently. We went back through the 2008 edition. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned, that episode they haven't been doing the. Um, I don't think they're printed in Australia anymore. So the the subscription I had was for the Australian edition, which doesn't exist, I don't think. But mm. it seems like they still print the British version sent it over here, and that's oh. what this is, oh. and. I was looking through, I had some time to kill last weekend and I just happened to see it. I was like, oh, they do. Empire does exist. Yes, that's, that's cool. And so I was flicking through and then I saw this page. And I'm like, well, I have to buy this for Dylan. I have to put it in the episode, in our next episode of Christina Chronicles, because they've got an interview with her. <gasps> Hello. Yeah. What's that for? Yellow Jackets? Um, basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yellow Jackets and the Matrix Resurrections, which she had a small part in. Yeah, yeah. And she also got a film coming out this year called Monstrous. Um, which they sort of mention. Um, so she's done Monster. Yeah. Now she's doing Monstrous. Monstrous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I won't go through the whole article because you should go read Empire, but it's um, the classic pint of milk sort of questionnaire. So it's not anything. Well, it's just like sort of random questions. One of them is, well, how much is a pint of milk? Sort of just trying to ask quirky oh, questions. Oh, being quirky. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, mm. First, I'll go, I'll go through pretty much all of it. Yes. Uh, the first Is that one because celebrities are so disassociated from the value of money that they wouldn't know what a pint of milk is. is I think it's idea? trying to keep them honest. Yeah, it's a little bit insulting, isn't it? Well, I think she got it right. Like she said about four dollars in America. Yeah, that's about what it is here. Is it? For a pint, how much is a pint? Like a glass of beer, isn't it? <laughs> I think like a big glass. I think pints different in terms of milk. Is it an ounce? <laughs> Look I don't up. know how measurements work, bro. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I'll look it up. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if they do points. You're crazy, Lee. Okay, so. They don't do liters, I know that. One pint of milk apparently is 568 mils. It's not much at all. No, not much at all. $4 for that. That is madness. Is that right? I don't get it. Anyway, 
She got that. <laughs> I, I believe Christina in her comments when she said four dollars. Four dollars for half a liter of milk. That is fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is there a cow shortage in America? What's happening? I need to know more. <laughs> milk is very important to me, Lonnie. It's my life. I wasn't really thinking we'd be stuck on the milk question, but <laughs> Well, that's what you get. It's my favourite drink. I love milk. My favourite. I've never broken a bone because of it. You used to buy two litre. One litre, how dare you? One litre. <laughs> one litre at the cafeteria in school. Thank you very much for lunch. And when we made fun of you, you were like, why they sell it if we don't? Not exactly. To buy it. That's exactly <laughs> right. I've got some milk in the fridge. I might go have some after this. We can be Hello. milk buddies. How about that? Hello. All right. I'll, I'll have a glass of milk with you, mate. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. You might be interested in this question is, which film have you seen more than any other? What do you reckon her top two films are, Dylan? Definitely something out of the ordinary. They're comedy films. I'll give you that. Okay. So not something mainstream, I'm guessing. Um, I'm going to take a swing mm-hmm. for the fences. Mm-hmm. Calling my shot. I'm Babe Ruth. Okay. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Ooh. You know, not not too far off, actually. Hello. Okay. Kind of in the same era, but not... Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not Dumb and Dumber. Um, she said Clue. Great film. Oh, great film. And yeah. The Three Good Amigos. Choice. The new one? Like Steve Martin and that? I guess so. Yeah, I think so. She said she's watched them both about a hundred times. Well, Clue's great, so. Yeah. Yeah, I love Clue. Really yeah, mate. One of the most underrated films ever. Yeah. They're, they're, they've been trying to do a remake, but I think... Well, no, nah, don't, do well, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Mum loves Clue. Mum and my aunties and uncles, they all love it. We're on the same wavelength, you know, aren't we? Absolutely. Your family got, and me and you. Got good taste. <laughs> Maybe you're the lost Talos child. <laughs> I could be. This, this whole podcast has been about us finding each other. It's two long lost <laughs> brothers just reconnecting and not even knowing it. What a premise. Um, it's a good film. The yeah. yeah. With Clue... Because didn't they, when they released in theatres, didn't they have like different endings for like different theatres? Yeah, so you, you never knew. That's amazing. Your, you never knew which ending you were going to get. Yeah, yeah. incredible. I Great. Love I love it. Genius stuff. Loved it. I, I just wanted to bring your attention to this, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. And ask you the same question. Um, what's the best thing you've ever stolen from a hotel? Batteries. You stole batteries, do you? Yeah, out of the remote. Not supposed to. It's there. Well, Christina is going a bit more highbrow than you. She has stolen a porcelain painted dash hound from a hotel in Amsterdam. Excuse. That's a bit much, isn't okay. it, Christina? How dare you? It's a bit cheeky. Well, there's a limit to things you can take from a hotel. Mm, that's Anything much. disposable you can take. Mm. Mm. You can't take works of art. That's. <laughs> What if I went down to the Q1 and just took a fucking painting that was in the rooms? Can I just walk out the lobby and just be like, thank you. I enjoyed my stay. I mean, I guess it's on them for having something small you can hide in your bag, but still. <laughs> still. Um, the last one... Did they just not care? Like, when they check the room? I'm like, oh, well, Maybe it's gone. Diamond does and they just pull one out of their bag and put it on, you know, the cleaners put it on back on the table. Maybe. Yeah. And um, the last question... It's quite intriguing. It actually raises more questions than answers. Hello. Do you have a nickname? Me? 
Christina was asked a question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her quote is, none that I enjoy, so I won't share them. If you hate it, let it die in silence. What is she being called? I don't know. Something rough, apparently. (laughs) Poor Christina. Maybe Christina Bitchy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be rough. I wouldn't like that. No, that uh, that would definitely want to want to die in silence. Yeah. Sure. Whoever's calling her Christina bitchy, stop it. Yeah. Back off. We'll take you on. Yeah. We'll defend her honor. Always. All right. All right. You know where to find us. Email us the location you want to fight, and we'll duke it out. We'll probably record it for the pod. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a fun episode. Why hmm. not? Yeah, I thought that'd be a bit of a bit of a fun little pick me up after the. Yeah, no, it was great stuff. Good thank job. You. I'll send you a picture of it all. For not having any Rog, it was a good substitute. Oh, thank you. Uh, next episode of The Chronicles is Desert Blue. Fingers crossed we're going to have a special guest as well, but we'll we'll announce that soon for the date. Right. Um, and then I think after that, Dylan, we're, we're that's the last of 98, finally. <laughs> wow, we're out of there. We've got a couple in 99, and then it's the year 2000, baby. Hello. So the new millennium. Looking forward to that, hey. Should be good, mate. Whatever gets us closer to Speed Racer. We've got to it's work okay, out who we're going to invite on for the Speed Racer. I think Emil Hirsch. <laughs> I mean, Speed Racer himself. We might as well ask. What, what's he going to say? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could. He'd be wrong to. Definitely. Definitely. Who else has asked him to come on podcast talk about Speed Racer? Surely no one. I would think not. All right. Else Coming for you, Emil. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to the Smurfs too. Actually, that's what I'm really looking for. Oh, fuck, I forgot that. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's still going to be better than this because it's going to be an actual movie. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Good stuff coming up, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. You got a Teen Titans animated movie. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff. Cannot wait. All right. Before then, Dylan. If yes. someone wants to go back and listen to the earlier Chronicles, they can still do that, can't they? Yeah, on any podcast app you want. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, I guess. That's what I use. That's I'm, the worst one. Well, I'm just used to it, so. Okay. What do you use, Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pay for it. I might as well listen to things on there. Yeah, fair enough. And get to your wrapped as well in the year, so. Yeah. So sad because it was originally paid for on my phone plan. Like five years ago. I think they just forgot to take it off once oh, I got right. new phone plans. And so, like, a couple of months ago, like, yeah, we're stopping this. I'm like, oh, no. Damn it. I got away with it for so long. <laughs> all right. Well, good on you. Um, yeah. And we've got other episodes too there. We've got a whole back catalogue of all sorts of episodes. Anything you can probably think of. We've got done an episode about it. Absolutely. What have we done? Twin Cities. Shut up your face. Obscure comic book characters. Ooh. My goodness. Controversial Sl- Batman opinions. Slang. Got a good, Slang. good run the other day. Yeah, that was good. Slang. There we go. Yeah. Anything. Hey. All right. Well, you guys can find us on the socials. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm. Keep in touch. And let us know what you think. We had a, actually had someone um, let us know that Christina wasn't in much of this film. But like, we have to watch anyway, mate. We committed. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. We've watched four movies where she's barely in it. Probably more, actually. Nah, good on you. Thanks for looking out for us. Appreciate it, but we do like we're that. committed till the end. One thing I'll say about the ones coming up, I think that's the last time that she just has a 
occupation instead of a real name. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, look, to be fair that everyone's credit was an occupation because there's no dialogue, so you don't know names. Yeah, totally. I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm I'm feeling better about it when she's got a name in the film. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, until next time, Dylan. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. I forgot to mention, Dylan, that yeah. I woke up earlier the day I died has a Facebook page. Wait, what? And it seems like it's run by a fan. He oh, has yeah, yeah. 287 likes and 290 follows. That's good to know. Okay, so about a, a quarter of its box office revenue. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It's very responsive to messages. Send a message, I'll come back straight away, apparently. They last updated on the 20th of December, 2021, so not too long ago. Before then, though, you'll be pleased to know that their post, the latest post before then was the 12th of December, 2012. So they really had a bit of a gap there. <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. And then just posting like the trailer every now and then. There's a question posted on the 14th of May, 2012. So, how many of you out there have seen the movie? Two comments. Stanley said, it's one of my all-time faves. And Chef Hankins said, I watch it once a week. I don't believe you, Chef Hankins. I really don't. There's no way you could. Why would you? It's not It's not even a good background movie. Because there's no dialogue. No. Just put on music. No. No good. Bad I don't movie. understand that at all. It has no place in society. <laughs> and I never want to hear about it or see it again. <laughs> There's also a link there to a website which seems to have been made in the late 90s. Oh, hello. It's an HTML sort of... Yeah, like the Space Jam website? Like the Space Jam website. Okay. I don't want to go into it any further. I'm not sure if it's going to infect my computer with more spyware <laughs> than watching the film did. So, Ooh. <laughs> anyway. Just thought you'd like to know that. No, great stuff. All right. Great stuff. Okay. But never talk to me about this movie again. No, that's it. I'll let you go now. Let you go. See ya. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.